Good morning, everybody. Say, uh, first of all, happy Easter to you. I'm so glad that you could join us this week. I know it's a busy week, and um, <clears throat> but it's an important week. And you know, one of the things, if you uh, have a chance, please take a look at our at our flyer and, and, and grab it. It's got some future dates coming up, and please mark your calendar. But what I want to point you on the flyer uh, right now um, is, you know, a lot of times we get together for this men's breakfast. You know, it's a time, you know, I, I, probably different people look at it different ways, right? Um, a lot of ways, I think, is, is it's, a, it's a great time of fellowship. But the reason why, what I want to point you to is when it talks, talks here about the mission portion of it, the second sentence says that our prayer... Our prayer is that our time together will become an impactful and irresistible worship experience through which the Holy Spirit will radically transform hearts. And this is a week of worship. And I'm glad that you came uh, to join us this morning for this time of worship. I pray that, uh, pray that, that, that your heart will be touched uh, over the course of, of the next few days. Um, so anyway, so uh, want to just briefly introduce our speaker this morning. Uh, Matt's going to be sharing with us. Gotten to know Matt over the last couple of years. He's been very actively involved in the men's vision team. And uh, yeah, one of the things that's really impressed me is um, just how um, just how diligent he has been in kind of his efforts and disciplined and. He's someone that you can rely on. Um, he's always been there to help. He's always been there to chip in, and um, uh, has really, has really. Um, I've just enjoyed getting to know know him over the past few years, and I've, I've certainly enjoyed serving with him and appreciated all that he's done uh, for the church and for the men of the church. And I look forward to hearing a little bit more about his story this morning. So, Matt, please come up and share. Morning, gentlemen. Can't hear me. I'm a little tall, so tell me. But. I mean, you know, I, I've been sitting here for I don't know. I know Tim says a couple years. Uh, you know, just listen to all you, a lot of you gentlemen, speak up here, and you know, actually, I think I was one of the only ones that Tim didn't actually ask. I uh, actually went up to him. I was like, hey, I see a, a blank spot on there, so. Uh, I think you need someone, right? So, so uh, obviously not much of a public speaker, but I just wanted to come and share with you guys. I mean, I uh, I know Roswell United Methodist Church has has really you know meant a lot to me in in, uh, in my journey with Christ. So, uh, just wanted to tell you guys a little bit about me. I know some of you already know a lot of it, maybe too much. You know, I see a couple faces out there, but um, you know, I mean, I I, uh, I grew up Catholic. Uh, you know. As, up in mostly in Chicago, Illinois, um, you know, just Roman Catholic through and through, you know, church whenever the doors are open. But uh, I know that's how my grandmother was, my uh, dad's dad's mother. But uh, I mean, I never really seemed to, uh, I guess maybe I don't know if fit in is the word, but I mean, I still follow a lot of the customs and and go along with uh, a lot of things. But I just I don't know. I feel like my development of faith was in the Catholic Church. And, uh, you know, I mean, I know a couple guys in here 
have been Catholic, so you guys know what I'm talking about when I say that it can be a little pushy. And uh, so, um, but I mean, my development of faith was you know, in the Catholic Church, but I really believe that um, you know, since my wife Adrian and I have, have uh, you know joined the church here in, in uh, Roswell, I mean, this was you know the first church that I'd gone to that wasn't a Catholic church. So, but I just believe that my relationship with Christ and my walk with Christ has come a, a long way in these five years or so. So, I mean, I mean, I, I just know that we have gotten involved, um, you know, with a lot here at the church. I mean, like Tim talked about, you know, the men's vision team has been something that, that I have, you know, I guess it's been a passion of mine because, I man, I just, I mean, I love seeing a bunch of gentlemen here. I mean, this is just, this is awesome because I know, I remember when I first came, there weren't as many guys here. So that's a testament to Tim's work, and I just I just like to, you know, be a part of that and, and work with a, all the gentlemen that I know in here that have been a part of that, and, and uh, also we uh, we joined a church group pretty much. Uh, I guess it was maybe the week or so that we joined the church. Um, I know we got together with a bunch of other couples, and I think at that time it was maybe six couples, and then just started to grow. I know I see you know at least one of the guys in here in that group, and uh, I don't know if there's anyone else. No. But that was just a uh, a nice time to, you know, because we initially, uh, the group started and it met on Wednesdays because, you know, we were all a bunch of 20-somethings. And, you know, on weekends, it's it's hard to, you know, routinely be somewhere because, you know, you're going out to weddings or you're going out to, you know, you know any other family obligations. So that was just always nice, you know, because we had, you know, church but as well. We had, you know, Wednesday nights and it was just fellowship and, and uh I just felt like the people there, you know, they just really meant a lot to my life and, you know, helped me with, with my journey. Um, and I know then um, about, I'd say, a month and a half, six months, or I don't know, however long ago, we uh, Tim brought in Pat McPherson to uh, help us with some leadership training. And, and I know that has been a, I guess, eye-opening experience because it's just kind of made me look at uh, different ways that I uh, am passionate about within the church, just look at it in a different light. I mean, you know, I know uh, Pat just has has had us read one article, and it was essentially my my heart is on service, and you know he he kind of opened my eyes to it because you know you think about you're helping people, but you're not really helping people. I mean, you're serving people. I mean, that just kind of opened my eyes, even though I have always enjoyed. You know, helping people, quote unquote. I mean, when I have been doing it, it, it makes sense what he said that you're not really helping just them. I mean, they're helping you as well, and it's a service. You're in it together, and you're working towards a goal. I mean, it just that's always been something that's just been on my heart, and and uh, I just know that you know I have had you know many many friends of this church that that have helped me you know through you know tough times you know loss of a job or um, you know just any kind of other tough times and I know I've always had some guys and women to that matter but mostly the gentlemen you know to be there and, and understand you know what 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 it's like to go through you know loss of a job as a man so um, you know I just thank thank all those guys for being there for me and uh, but yeah I, I really think that you know like I said I grew up Catholic but I know when I met my wife, she was a, you know, 
born and raised, you know, small town Alabama, Southern Baptist. So you can see the conflict there. It's kind of opposite ends of the spectrum. But uh, so, you know, we, we had been having talks, you know, before we got married, you know, about pretty much everything, just like every couple does. And, and uh, my mom had, had grown up Methodist. And uh, we were like, all right, well, you know, I got Catholic here, we got Baptist here, you know. Methodist seems to, to, to uh, you know, satisfy a lot of the, the facets of, of both. So that's how we met it at Methodist. And, I mean, you know, before I met my wife, I mean, I'd, obviously I went through the whole college experience. I was in fraternity, so, I mean, there were probably things that I'd, I'd done that might want to take back, but, you know, since I've met my wife, um, <laughs> she's kind of put me on that straight and narrow, you know, made me made me regret those things. You know, women kind of have that effect, right? So, uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's just like she has essentially helped me, you know, walk, you know, further along. I mean, and it's just amazing how God works because I know... You know, I'd gotten out of college, got my first job, and I was like, all right, you know, I'm making money on my own, not have to rely on my parents. And uh, you know, I was like, all right, the next thing, got to get that wife. So, you know, just focused on it. <laughs> focused on it, just going, 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 you know, just trying to figure it out. Two years later, nothing. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, God, you know, if you, you know, I know you have a plan for me. So, and I know some of the guys in here, we've talked about, talked about just Monday, you know, plans. So... And I was like, if you, you got a plan for me, you know, I'll, this is in your hands now. And I kid you not, like, the next week, my wife just literally walks through the door. I mean, I'd been, I'd been at my job for, I guess maybe it was about a year, not two years, but I'd been at my job for about a year. And then she just literally walked through the door, and I told my boss, because she had come in for a, uh, job interview and I told my boss I was like alright you gotta hire her <laughs> I, I see something special there so. it's like she's a really good worker I can tell but uh, you know luckily our you know I know a lot of businesses like the one I'm at now I mean there's you, you're not allowed to you know they, they frown upon you know inner office relationships so luckily where I was working there it didn't because I mean what seven eight years later I mean I'm probably the happiest guy on the planet but uh i mean it's just but over time i mean some of the the things that i've fallen into i mean adrian my wife just kind of opened my eyes and made me think differently about it and you know like i had told her i kind of had an epiphany one day i was like you know you know because i i mean honestly i guess i had had a problem with you know cussing a little bit too much and uh i told my wife you know I don't understand. I don't do this around my parents because I know that they're going to, you know, they wouldn't like that. And then I'm like, why am I doing this around you when I know you absolutely despise it? She's like, yeah, that's a good point, Matt. <laughs> and, uh, so, you know, from then on, I've tried to, uh, you know, I've almost knocked it completely out. You know, when you get angry, just, you know, that's that's my downfall. But uh, I, I've told her that I'll be working on it, and I have, so... Um. I don't know, you know, just talking about just how my friends here at the church, you know, just being part of church group, part of vision team, I guess, you know, as my wife puts it, I've overextended myself, but I don't see it that way. I mean, I, I just enjoy, you know, serving and, uh, you know, being in fellowship because I feel, I feel like connection with other human beings, I mean, that obviously helps you further 
you know, your relationship with Christ. I mean, because if you you can do it on your own, I'm sure. I mean, but just having other you know men there to you know walk with me is like like I know you like to say that a lot to him. Come walk with us. So it just it helps a lot, and I I really do appreciate everything that everyone here at the church has uh, has done for me. But um, I you know obviously I'd be remiss without you know mentioning my parents. I know I just mentioned them there a little bit. Um, I mean I I grew up I was one of the lucky you know men or boys of my generation to actually have both parents you know happily married and, and right there. I mean I didn't know how blessed I was until I got out you know into the world and realized that that wasn't the case for everybody. So um, I mean I think I probably took advantage of that a little bit, but. I mean, I think the way I am today is, is obviously a refle- reflection of my parents. I mean, I know my uh, my mom and I, when I was about one and a half, um, were in a pretty bad wreck. And, uh, my mom, uh, you know, lost, she was pregnant at the time and, and lost the baby. And, uh, I mean, obviously I was one and a half, so I, I don't really remember it. But I just know that watching her, because, um, I mean, she just seems, she always has a light, you know, and she just always seems to find the positive in everything. And that just seemed to have, I mean, uh, that affected me because, I mean, this, here's this woman that, you know, she now has pain, you know, in her hip and her back and everything just from this accident. And she lost a child and was never able to conceive again. But she is, I mean, a light in the world. I mean, I've told several people that, I mean, I think, there was a reason for her to still be alive because it was actually a pretty bad wreck. And, uh, I mean, I think that reason was that she, I know, has helped many people. I mean, I know she had a friend who had leukemia and she was essentially there for her, you know, just all the time. And I mean, there just always seems to be people that are just drawn to my mother that need some kind of help. And she just seems to be able to offer, you know, just that simple bit of comfort, encouragement that, you know, either keeps them going or just gives them a positive outlook on something. I mean, I just feel like that, you know, coupled with um, the fact that, you know, my father, he was never outwardly religious, if you want to put it into a term, but he always did the right thing, if you will. I mean, I, I learned the value of, you know, what the right thing is, and you always do the right thing, no matter what it, the cost to you. Um, I mean, I think those two aspects have really shaped my personality and, and helped me to, um, you know, be be there. And, and that's, I think, why I am passionate about serving others and, and helping, you know, with either a Habitat build or, you know, a- any other, I know, um, great day of service. Um, you know, just anything that is, is service just seems to be what I am passionate about. And I believe that it was my, the way my parents brought me up. Um, you know, like I said, it was in the Catholic Church. My mother never converted. I think that, you know, showed me also that, you know, you don't have to bend to other, you know, what other people think you should do. Because, you know, the Catholic Church, I don't know how many of you, you know, know it, but I mean, it's essentially, if you're going to church there, they want you to convert. And, I mean, my mother was just like, no, I mean, I had my belief system. That's, I mean, that doesn't change. Like, like my mother always used to tell me, it's, you know, the church is just a building. I mean, really, church is here. I mean, it's the people. It's it's having the relationship with Christ and 
walking in that somehow. So, I mean, I just feel like that is the way that, I mean, I've lived my life. I mean, she she set that example for me. But um, I guess, you know, just what all, all I've said here, I mean, it's just, I, I just feel like, you know, God, you know, has put us on this earth just for, you know, some specific reason. You know, like I said, I'm, in the, the Monday, I'm part of the Holy Rollers. I might be the youngest guy by about, you know, at least 25 years, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> guys, help me out here. But, uh, I mean, I enjoy that group because, I mean, I honestly, I have learned a lot from these gentlemen just about how to act and how to, you know, walk with Christ. Um, I mean, it just helps to always have someone with, with experience, you know, there to, you know, listen to you and tell you when you're wrong, and, <laughs> you know, put up a put up an argument with you. I mean, it's 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 all in good fun, but I mean, I just feel like you know we've talked about, you know, what what is God's will. I know that's the study we're doing right now, and <laughs> it's just I know that He has a purpose for everybody. We may not know that, and it may not be clear. You know, like I said, I I said, hey God, here you go. Here's you know, find you know, not find me a wife, but you know, it's it's in your hands. I mean, he just always seems to answer. You know, like like I know we've talked about it. You may not like the answer, and you may not think it's an answer because you don't like it, but he does always answer us. And I mean, I just I just believe that we're all here for a reason. I mean, obviously, all you guys came here, got up at you know, six thirty, six whatever. I know. John Sharp over there travels a long way to get here. I mean, so I mean, it's, we didn't have to be here. But, I mean, we are. I mean, I, I think that's great because we can all continue to walk, you know, with Christ together and and uh, and get you out a little bit early here because you know, like I said, I'm not a public speaker. So. <laughs> but uh, I would just like to leave you, you know, with one uh, just last thought, just based on what I've learned in my short time on this earth. It's just you just have to embrace what you're passionate about, you know, and, and just ask Christ to walk with you and just be there. And uh, just be there with you on the, on the journey. So, thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate it. Oh, Matt. Matt, thank you so much for sharing. It's great to hear your story. Great to hear how God's at work in your life. And great to hear about how the men at REMC are having, having an influence on you.